Hey there, this is Gregory Williams, and I'm the senior pastor of Transform Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope the following presentation really inspires you to deepen your faith walk and encourages you along your journey. Enjoy the message. You about identity. Identity of who you are in Jesus. Identity as who we are in Christ. And I want to share with you my heart, a pastor's heart. And today, especially want to let you know, if you're a Christ follower, I want you to lean into what I have to say to you this morning. And if you're not one yet, I think you should pay especially attention because it's super important. As we are celebrating today, those who got baptized, those who decided to decide publicly to declare, I want to stand up for Jesus. I want the world to know that I am a follower of Jesus. And we celebrate that because it's a courageous decision, right? It's an honorable decision. It's a life-changing decision. It seals your identity. I follow Jesus. He is the master and king of my life. And as a pastor, I want to actually tell you that I want to see every single one of you sitting here confess to be a follower of Jesus. Whether you've made that decision or not. And, and that's why I stand up here every week. That's why we do what we do. Because we want you to ultimately place your trust in Jesus. Because he is the savior of the world. That is my desire for each and every one of you. Every single one of you to know Jesus fully and deeply. Because there's one thing that will truly transform your life. And that is when you make Jesus the Lord of your life. Everything else in this world is temporary. Everything passes. Everything, our affections go from one moment to the next, from this to that. But he is the only eternal thing in this existence. And I want you to know that I care for each and every one of you. I think about you and I pray for you. You are part of our family here. And you should also love and care for each other. Don't just come to church. I want you to be the church. To be what Jesus desires us to be. To be his hands and his feet. To touch people around us and to our community as a whole. To be the voice of Jesus to a nation that does not know who he is. But needs desperately in these times to know who he is. So join in and step up. There's greatness in every single one of you. Because you have the God of great things in you. He lives in you. So with that in mind, today... I want to share with you two things I think about you and three prayers I have for you. Two things that I think about you and three prayers that I have for you. And these are the things that I personally desire for each one of you. Paul, you know, the great apostle, he had such a pastoral heart. And he writes to this church in Philippi because Paul 
pioneered this church. He actually gave birth to it. He went there and he started this church up. And, and some of them are ex-Roman soldiers. And they've come together and they've started to form this church that Paul planted. And Paul has a special love for these people in Philippi. And even though he's going through tremendous personal struggle, he writes a letter to the church in Philippi. At this time that he writes this letter, he's actually a prisoner in Rome. He's under Roman guard. He's locked down. But his heart is for these people in Philippi. The desire of his heart reaches to them. So he tells them from his heart that's filled with great fondness for these people in Philippi. And this is what he says as he starts writing to them. He says, I thank my God every time I remember you. So I thank my God every time I remember you. Paul's heart overflows with his relationship with these people. He cares immensely for them. And you can see that because even though he's in prison, he's thinking about them. He's writing to them. He's not concerned with his own change and his own imprisonment. He's caring about these people so far away. He's thinking about his thoughts to them. And I want you to know, like Paul, I care about you. And I thank God for all of you. We have a relationship, you and I, because of Jesus. You are here because of Jesus. I'm here because of Jesus. The relationship we enjoy with each other is because of Jesus. And I want you to remember that I do think about you. And we might not always get the chance to talk or spend time together. But I do what I do because I want to do what God asked me to do. And what he's asked me to do is to stand here and tell you about his love every week. To tell you about how he impacts your world. And how if you decide to follow Jesus, your life will truly be transformed. And so I thank God for every one of you. And so the first thought I have, I want you to know, is your presence here is valued and appreciated. That's my first thought for you. Your presence here is valued and appreciated. Then Paul says this, he continues, he says, In all my prayers for you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Like Paul's heart has so much joy for this church and he prays for them in much the same way I pray for you that God would guide you that God would protect you that God would watch over you and God most of all that you would know who he is not just on a surface level but deeply and wonderfully and powerfully and transformly that you would know our heavenly father in a way that passes just a surface level and he says, when I think about you, I have joy. You know, I'm glad that we do life together. However, I want to be honest with you. I wish more of you would be better connected. Better connected to each other and better connected to the church. I know you have work and life and things that you have to do. But I wish that you would come more often and serve with your family here at Transform. And learn of each other and learn from each other. 
There's so much opportunity for you to know each other. And I wish that some of us would just step out of our comfort zone and walk across the room and greet someone that we haven't met in a long time or never met before and just introduce ourselves because that person needs love just like you do. There's some of us that have been following Jesus for so long but we just have our same circle, the same friend groups, the same people, the same cliques, the same people we just talk to. But yet there's people around us that are lonely, that are looking for someone to talk to. And it's so heartbreaking to me sometimes when I go downstairs and I see the same groups week after week with the same people talking to the same people. And there's new people and people that just came to transform that are standing by themselves and some of us walk right by them and don't say hello. It breaks my heart. There's some who are in pain and need love and you don't know because they have a smile on their face but you just walk by. Are we doing what Christ asked us to do. Paul says, I have joy when I think about our partnership in the gospel. There's some who just need someone to go out and have a coffee with. And someone who just wants a friend to talk to sometimes. And I wish all of us would think a little bit more about the person next to us than of ourselves. That we see someone new we see someone that we've never met before and that we walk up and talk to them and not the person you talk to every single week right through the week but the same things i wish my heart for you is that you look beyond where how far your hands reach and look into someone's life a fellow christ follower just a few tables away just a few feet away and that we would have the courage to walk up to someone that we've never met and introduce ourselves because they love God just like you do and I don't want to see them stand alone it breaks my heart every week to see the same people talk to the same people I wish we could show the love of Jesus and just walk across the room and talk to someone new. I'm so glad, Paul says, for our partnership. I don't want to dissuade you from thinking that I'm not glad. I'm so glad that we do life together. All, every single one of you, whether you talk to someone new or not, I'm glad that we do life together because of the King, because of Jesus, because He has transformed our lives. We're all part of His family. We're all His kids. We all live in the same house. You know, sometimes as kids, when you want privacy, you'd go into the room and slam your door, especially if you're mad with your parent. And sometimes in church, we don't have physical doors, but sometimes we do that. We walk down in the cafe and we close off doors of our lives because we don't want other people to come in because maybe we've heard, been hurt. Maybe we, we've got problems in the past. Maybe someone let us down. But church, we are all his kids. And we are in this together. We are in partnership with God. He is our father. We are his kids. Let's love like the way he loves. I would love to see you be more connected in church. I'd love to see you come and serve because I know serving does something to your heart. 
So let's do life together. There's so many opportunities. There's so much programs we put on, not just because we want things to do, but we want to create atmospheres and environments that will enable you to come and fellowship and know who God is and know who each other is. Let's do life together and be a part of the various things that Transform does the various activities, so you can engage. There's a platform there already created. You just have to show up. And so the second thing I want you to know is this. I pray for you, and I want the best for you. I want the best for you because I know that when Jesus comes closer into your life, your life is going to get better. And because I want the best for you, I want you to realize who you are in Jesus, who you are in Christ, to discover who you are in God and how how much he's invested in your life and how much in your success he's actually concerned with. I wish you could really see yourself sometimes through his eyes and the way he sees you and the way he sees us. So we try each week to encourage you to be more like him, to discover him more, because it will transform your life. Knowing me might not help you, but knowing Jesus will definitely transform your life. I want you to discover who your true identity is in Christ and not be shaped by social media, not be shaped by people's opinions, and not be shaped by the current pressure on the world, not be shaped by the things out there, because those things are temporary. They don't last. Be molded and shaped by who your identity is in Jesus, because that's what's going to make a difference in your life. And I want this for every single one of you, because I care about you. And so Paul says this, I love this, he says, it's, it is right for me to feel this way about all of you, since I have you in my heart. It's only right that I feel I want the best for you, because you're in my heart. And I can say the same thing, I want the best for you, because you're in my heart. When I see sometimes disappointments, it disappoints me. When I see you go through difficult seasons, my heart is with you. And so I'm overjoyed when I see people decide to get baptized. Because I know what that does to your heart and your life. I am thrilled when I see people decide to serve because I know how that connects you to God's heart. I am thankful when you stay and chat with new people because I see God's hands and love all over you. And Paul says this, this is why we pray for you church. This is why I pray for you. And this is what he says, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. This is what he's praying for, for the church in Philippi. And I can say the same thing. We pray that you know Jesus more because when you know Jesus more, the love of God will overflow in your life and will touch others around you. Then... When you start letting God's love fill your heart and life, you're going to gain deep insights and God's perspective. You don't have to make decisions on your own. And sometimes we make decisions that end us up in a difficult situation. Because when you get deep into God and understand who He is, deep insights from Him, your values in life are going to change to meet His values. Your decisions will be wise decisions. Your choices will leave you with fewer regrets. And your direction in life will provide you with value. That's why Paul says, I'm praying that you get deeper insight into who Christ is in your life. 
And so number one, my prayer for you is this. You will live a life of success and step into your true identity. That's my prayer for every single one of you. That you will live a life of success and step into your true identity. Then Paul continues and he says this. So that you may able, be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Our prayer is that you will have true insight between what's going on in your world to build you up and strengthen you. That you will not lead and make decisions that will end up in hurtful situations. That you will be able to navigate through friends that mean well and friends that will lead you astray. That you will not follow bad people into bad situations and stunt your growth. That you pick the very best that God has for you and God has the best for you. Because here's a thought. The enemy of great is good. The enemy of great is good. We think it's bad, but it's not. We occasionally settle for good things when God has great things for us. We accept the good and say, oh, this is good. I like this. This is acceptable. But God has greater things for you. And so Paul says, I want you to understand that God has the best for you. The very best. You don't have to settle for something less when God has something greater for you. So Paul, he prays, he says, that you will discern what is best. Not just acceptable, not just good, but what is best for you. And that's my prayer for every one of you, that you will know what's best and God has the best for you. So Transformers, this is my prayer for you too, that you experience the very best and know who you are in Christ. See, when you know who you are, you don't have to beg. When you know who you are, you can step into authority because you already have it. When, when Prince William was born the king, he didn't have to be told oh you did this he was taught how to behave like a king because he was a king everything in his life was instructed for who he was he didn't have to beg he didn't have to search that's who you are in christ when you step into christ you step in with authority know who you are in jesus because your authority comes from him you don't have to beg you don't have to plead you don't have to suffer for the least when god has the best and so my second prayer for you is that you know God has great things for you and you don't settle for less. Finally, he says this, that you are filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. This was Paul's actual prayer for the people he loved at Philippi. That you are full of God, that God has for you. And so that is my prayer as well. That you become full of God's purpose for your life. His plans, His future for you, His identity for you. And when you are full of Him, you don't need to be full of anything else. Because there's no room for anything else. You know, sometimes back in the day, I don't know if they still do it here, but I remember going down to the Hungry Jacks there at Brimbank and they used to have that soft drink dispenser you could do it yourself. 
you know. And so I would go up there and I would want to make my own concoction. I have a little bit of Pepsi, a little bit of Fanta, a little bit of Sprite and mix it all together because I want to make my own sort of drink. And then I tasted it and most times it tasted horrible. Because it wasn't the right mix, right? I thought I was doing something great. But when you fill half of things into your life, sometimes it doesn't end up that great. You think you can choose, oh, I'm going to get this and put it in, but it actually ends up worse. So Paul says, I want you to be full with what comes from God, right? Filled with the fruit of righteousness. Filled with the good things that come from God. Paul doesn't want you to settle for less. When God wants to fill you up with his power. So I want to encourage you. The reason I'm saying that for you to be full. Is that when you come on Sunday. You get to be poured into. You get God's words being messaged to you. And preached to you. And encouraging you. And lifting you up. And you're going to get encouraged. Right? It's like a petrol station. I tell people this all the time. The church is like a petrol station. You need to come here to fill up for your journey. This is not the destination. Your life is the destination. But you need fuel for the journey. And this is what's going to fill you up. To enable you to do life from Monday to Saturday. This is what charges you up. Because the reality is that things out there might seem pretty and entertaining to begin with, but they're temporary. They don't last forever. You might be fascinated with this big screen TV for a week, but then you moved on to something else. You might like your new car for a month, and it's great, but then a new, another model comes out, and yours is not new anymore. Things are temporary. Our infatuation is temporary. Our attention is a, temp a temporary thing. But when you come here, you're going to get filled with something eternal. Something that God pours in your life. Because the reality is that they're not going to encourage you out there. God is going to encourage you. They're not interested in your success. Whether you fail or succeed, they're not concerned with. But God is. They might not want the best for you, but God is and God does. So when you miss out on coming, you're not getting filled up by encouragement every week. Then you go through life being bombarded with all these things that are shaping you and there's nothing there to encourage you. And so I'm encouraging you, don't miss Sunday. Make it a priority in your life. That's my wish for you. Because there's so much value that God pours into you. And if you're not there to fill your tank up, you're running on empty. That sporting event that you missed out Sunday with, they don't care about your financial problems. God does. You go out and you think, oh, I'm going to watch this show. That show doesn't care about your marriage issues. God does. So don't miss Sundays. Make it a priority. Two hours of a week is a small amount of time in your whole week, but it can make the biggest impact in your world. So Paul says this, we are praying that you will be filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes only through Jesus Christ. That's what he says. 
That you're filled with this righteousness that comes only through Jesus. So that's what I'm praying for you too. That you may be filled with all God's purpose for your life. And the way you hear that, the way you're encouraged, the way you're motivated, the way you're filled up. Is when you come and you gather amongst God's people. You discover your identity and let God pour out his wisdom into your life every single week. How to deal with these situations. How to deal as we just went with the series. How to deal with people that are are putting pressure on you. How to deal with difficult situations in your life. God is invested in you. So these are my three prayers for you. That you will live a life of success and step into your true identity. That you know that God has great things for you and don't settle for less. And that you will be filled with God's purpose for your entire life. That's my prayer for you. And now I have one question for you. How can you step into what God wants for you? You've heard my heart for you. What is your heart for you? What you go towards is what you feed into your life. You decide the priority of your life. God's already determined that you are his priority. But is God yours? What comes first? So, I said that's my prayers for you. Is it okay if I pray for you? Let's stand. Can I pray for you? You sure? It wasn't too bad, was it? Let me pray for you. And then we want to celebrate our wonderful baptism, people. So, as I said, this is my heart for every single one of you. I do love you and I might not be able to text you or talk to you every single week but you are my mind and you are my heart. I do pray for every single one of you because I care for you. I have great love for you. All of us family here transform. So make a decision to invest in yourself. Make a priority in your life because God loves you more than any person does even more than I do. Live to discover your identity in Him. And it'll make all the difference in your life. Everything will line up. Your behaviors, your attitudes, your values will all come into alignment when you discover who you are in Jesus. And if you've never made that decision to follow Jesus, I encourage you, He brings so much, so much into your life. And if you've never decided to get baptized, it's just a sign of obedience. Jesus, I love you and I want the world to know that I follow you. Make that decision because it's going to change your life. It shapes you into his identity. So let's pray. Hello again. And thank you so much for listening. I really hope that message has encouraged you. Would you please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review? This really helps others get exposed to this uplifting message. I would also love for you to share this message with a friend or someone you think would be really inspired and blessed by this. Sharing this on social media like Facebook really does help others also get this free content. 
I'm honored you chose to spend some of your valuable time with us. Have an amazing day.